Well, we need to turn you down on a regular basis. Here we go. Coming down in three, two, one. The much-anticipated episode two of Avs in Your Earholes podcast has now begun. Welcome, everyone. Along with Lauren Gardner, I'm Mark Mosier. Glad to have you aboard as we are at Avalanche Training Camp. It's day number two out here at Family Sports, which means the season is getting underway. We're all pumped. Now, Lauren... People have been waiting for the second episode for, for quite a long time. Yes. We've been busy. Now we're at camp. We're, we're rocking and rolling. And, and now we have some, some content. You know, it, we would just be talking about the same thing. So we were, how often do we hope to put this out? Uh, hopefully every week Great. in the future. Yes. And thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. Yes, we are on iTunes. I'm sure that's how you found us. So please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. We know nothing about any of this, but I know that much because I listen to a lot of podcasts. So um, let, let's go worldwide. Prestige. All the way, my friend. Sounds good. Listen, we've got a lot of ground to plow today with your Colorado Avalanche. Stay tuned for all of that. Lauren, I think it's important for the listeners out there to know that as we get going on this season of podcasts, it's going to be important for them to understand that we can be honest with our audience, that they can trust us with with things. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. And I think that's what you guys have come to find from us over the past couple of seasons, whether it be on the radio with the Moj, on our, you know, our television broadcast with myself and you know, our Avalanche 360 or Periscopes. This is essentially an extension of our Periscopes, but we have the insight. And that's what we're going to share with you. We are the conduits. Now, that being said, I think it's important that everybody understands that on Friday, day one of Avalanche Training Camp, we recorded episode two of the podcast, and I thought it went spectacularly. It was great. But why don't you please tell the audience, in an honest way that you just agreed with me, tell them how you screwed the whole thing up. I feel so set up. Number one, yes, it was a great podcast. Number two, it was all on my shoulders to get the equipment set up, to put it on my computer. And let's just be honest, I am not exactly the most technologically savvy individual. And I couldn't email the file out. I now have been introduced to some other file sharing um, sites. And I will get it over to the appropriate channel so that it can go out to the masses. And I apologize to our fans. Thanks for putting that all on me, Moj. I appreciate it. This is the beginning of a wonderful relationship. Lesson learned. You can't trust Lauren. So Lesson just... <laughs> learned, if motion's up with a black eye, you'll know where it came from. All right, let's get after Avalanche Hockey. <laughs> Guys are out of the uh, the second session right now. Morning session got out there. A lot of fans showing up. People were telling me, telling me uh, that, you know, like, I can't get in. I mean, I can't get down and see this this side of things because there's yeah. so many people. People are very excited about this Avalanche squad. Oh, yeah. So let's, let's start out with an overall broad view. Avs hit camp. We've heard the guys talking the past several days as they came in for all their testing and then hit the ice. These guys are really excited, but Lauren, I think the running theme set forth by the captain from the very beginning is this team is going to be an even hungrier team here in 2018. Yeah, I think that's the perfect way to put it. You know, you look at the the week that we just had, and, you know, Monday I went out, I had this great exclusive interview on the golf course with Jared Bednar, and, you know, just what he was saying is perfectly in line with what the captain was talking about. We had media day, we had the golf tournament. We've already spent so much quality time with these players who are stoked to get out there. The veterans have been skating on their own leading up to this training camp. They are in better shape than ever. And uh, they are well aware of the fact that the national North American media, rather, are saying that the Avs probably will not make it into the playoffs. And this team is going into the season with a chip on their shoulder and they are hungrier than ever, and it all starts at the top with the leadership and the camaraderie in that dressing room, and they are planning on picking up exactly where they left off in that first round of the playoffs against Nashville where they held their own 
if anything, they, that series could have gone in the Avalanche favor. It could have if they had a healthy goalie, number one. Eric Johnson was healthy. Sam Girard was healthy. Exactly. Either way, they took the President's Trophy winner to six games. We know the division is tough. We understand the Western Conference is a pain in the tail, and Eric Carlson just came over, and he's going to skate with San Jose. We all know about that kind of thing. But, Avalanche fans, it's fair to say that the team that's on the ice right now here in training camp is better than the team that lost in six games to the Nashville Predators. Oh, yeah. It, it, listen, as we begin to, to get into the different parts of this squad, let's start with the new additions. On the back end, Ian Cole. Still this side of 30, a two-time Stanley Cup champion with the Pittsburgh Penguins. going to come in and help anchor that blue line. Just a solid, solid, solid defenseman. Big but more dude. In, he's Built a winner, a lot too. lot like Eric Johnson. Knows how to win. Talked about at Media Day when I talked to him about what it takes to go deep into the playoffs like they did. And, you know, obviously they went all the way two years in a row. And he, he just talked about the tenacity it takes. And it's, it's more of a marathon than a sprint. And to have that kind of leadership and experience in the dressing room, you know, along with Colin Wilson, who was in the playoffs multiple years with Nashville. And now you have uh, a Matt Calvert, who you're going to get to, and Phil Grubauer, who just won a cup. These guys know what it takes, and I think Jared Bednar and Gabe Landeskog and that leadership core have welcomed them in with open arms, and they know this could be very well the missing piece to the puzzle. Very well could be. Of course, Blake Como now with the Dallas Stars, but theoretically you will slide newcomer Matt Calvert in on that third line with Carl Soderberg and Matt Nieto. Calvert brings a lot of speed to the lineup for sure. He's a tenacious penalty killer, and the Avs PK overall last season was very, very good. Outstanding. And I'm not saying that he's just going to slide right into Como's spot because he's, he's not the same kind of player, but boy, is he speedy. And you talk about the character, and we're going to get to a lot of that in the room coming up here in just a little bit. He fits right in along with Ian Cole. And then here's Philip Grubauer, who apparently is your new best friend. You guys golf together at the charity tournament. You guys were hanging out in the room yesterday. Yeah, he's just a good dude. He's, you're, you're, I mean, you're, you're grilling him about him and his girlfriend, where they're moving. I wasn't grilling him. We were just we were just talking and sharing. I was like, oh, you guys should go check this out. Did you share your interior decorating ideas and whatnot? I could. I'm sure his girlfriend has that taken care of. But a, a great guy from, you know, from the Alps. So the altitude is not an issue for him. And. And, you know, he's just, uh, we played golf at the tournament together and just very approachable, uh, very laid back. He, he, he'll speak. Unlike a lot of goalies, he'll speak on game days. And he's just, he's, I don't even know how to, like, articulate this, but he just has a way about him that's just like, I'm here, I'm ready to do my job, I'm just going to insert myself into the fold, easygoing, but also has that presence. All right, let's start with the goalies then as we kick off our Abs in Your Ear Holes podcast about this team here at training camp. You've got Semyon Varlamov, and you've got Philip Grubauer. Yep. Grubauer made it clear on reporting day that he wants to be a number one. Jerry Bednar said, we're going to see how things play out at training camp, but right now the guys trust Varley. They know Varley. If I had to lean one way for opening night right now, I would lean Varley's way, he said, but that's not in stone. No. He, it, it's still very much up in, the, uh, you know, up in the air and open because Grubauer, at 26 years of age, is just coming into his own. And having talked to our good buddy John Walton from Washington, he said, listen, Grubauer, is ready to be one. And when the Avs traded for him, Joe Sackick said, we believe we have two number ones. Lauren, we know that when Varley is healthy, Varley is one of the best goalies in the National Lights Hockey League. Out special. His, his, and the last injury that he had last year after he got run over you know, late in that Chicago game, not his fault. But still, he was out. And so you need to have 
a good tandem. And Grubauer is a guy, again, who's just now hitting his prime, had a phenomenal season with the Washington Capitals, Stanley Cup champion. Yep. So there's nothing wrong, according to Coach Bednar, with two guys who want the crease battling it out good old friendly competition going to make both guys better yeah it only makes them elevate their games and jared bednar did talk about the fact on vic lombardi's show that there is some loyalty to simon verlamov and you know everything he's done here for this organization and like you said Moj, when he's on his game i don't know if there's anyone better than him in the national hockey league but you also see that you really need that depth as you know the injuries occurred last year and jonathan bernie stepped in during that winning streak and he got the job done so it, it's almost as if in this in the National Hockey League, you need two number ones. You need outstanding goaltending in order to get far, um, to get deep into the playoffs, even to make the playoffs, especially in this tough Central Division. We love Spencer Martin. We love Joe Canada. Yes. We love guys like this. Pavel Francouz, come on yep. over from the Czech Republic. I uh, had a chance to catch up with him at the golf tournament. He's a great dude. And, Is he? And yeah, we may see him start in, in, in Loveland as well with the Colorado Eagles, which is so awesome to have that team up there. That's coming up here in the podcast. Stay tuned, all you Eagles fans. But the goaltending situation right now I feel really, really good about because Varley's healthy, and he said all the right things at media day. He said, listen, I'm not thinking about contract. I'm not thinking down the road. He goes, I'm thinking about coming in here and being as good as I can possibly be. He said, yes, I've had a chance to, to sit down and talk with Grubauer, and he's really talented, really athletic. He says, I'm, I'm excited about it too. So, they're, everybody's cool with everybody, but everybody wants to play, and Grubauer has yeah. made it known he wants to play. I like that attitude. I want it. So Avalanche fans, get ready because uh, these guys are going to be primed in the crease. Let's go on to the defensive core now. We touched on the newcomer, Ian Cole. Yes. When you look at, let's say, a guy like we'll, – we'll get to EJ, the, the big mother hen with all the, the chicks last year I running behind him. This is what Moj told me on the plane last year. You know, we're breaking things down. He sits next to Peter McNabb, and I roll over and pull his briefcase out, and I sit – you know, it's emergency exit row, so there's a little bit of space, and I you, sit you there. Cr you, cr you crush my hockey bag. I do, and I have I, I don't feel bad about it at all. <laughs> Why would it's you? a nice stool, and I go over there, and we just chat about the game and the team and the state of the team, and he's like, you know what, EJ? He's that guy. He is – now officially the leader he's the mother hen and i know ej loves being called the mother hen oh yeah i'm sure it's his favorite thing all of you or fans it's like, out or there it's like a, you know it's like nickname. a it's like a you know a hen duck and all the yeah. ducklings i mean that's how it was yeah. last year but these guys have really started to come into their own we'll get to ej Let, let's start with ej lauren he's a true leader on that back end and i you know if he can stay healthy for the entire year when i look at last year it, statistics wise it probably wasn't his best year in terms of goals and points and all this kind of thing but in terms of being a true leader out there on the ice and the guy that everybody came to in the minutes he played and i mean shift after shift yep. after shift i mean he really took control of that blue line he really did and you know in speaking with him at media day uh he was asked at the end of the season you know he's still recovering from that horrific shoulder injury uh, you know, are you worried at all about being injury prone? And he kind of just laughed and he's like, well, I guess I'll have to drink more chocolate milk. And I, you know, he brought it up and I asked him, I was like, well, you had a great response. He's like, you know what? I played more shifts than most defensemen in the national hockey league last season. Um, you know, he was so like solid out there. He's very sound defensively. And he was a great leader in that room. Even after he was injured, he traveled with the team and he still acted as such for that blue line. And he's just like the injuries that have occurred over the past two seasons with broken bones and such 
you can't control those. You You're can't. not injury prone with those if things. If Tyler Sagan explodes your leg with a with accidents. a slapper, how do you what what do you do? do? People say fluke accidents, maybe freak accidents. Yeah, freak. It was a fluke. But he's they part of that flukes. he's part of that group because EJ is a great two way guy. He can also yeah. be an offensive threat. He's a puck mover, and, and Coach Bednar is like, hey, we got the puck movers, and we got these guys. Part of the puck movers, you just pointed it out. You put the number in my face. Tyson Berry is on the ice yep. after missing day number one after a, kind of a pulled muscle just, type of yeah, thing. Yeah, just tweaks. No big deal. Resting. So he's out there. Sam Gerrard, also a puck mover. We know what Tyson Berry is capable of. Let's get to, to Sammy Gerrard a little bit. I sat down with him this morning in the room, just, just shooting the breeze a little bit. He's like, yeah, I put on 16 pounds. I said, well, what happened? He said, well, he said, I lost pounds in the season last year. And he said, then I went home and I lost five pounds. He said, then I started working out, you know, getting back into my summer routine. And he started, he's like eating like a horse because he's working so hard, but he put on 16 pounds of muscle. This kid, Lauren, when I saw him at the golf tournament, I'm like, he looks ripped. I was like, you're looking svelte, my friend. Gabe Landeskog said he's the guy I noticed that's changed the most in terms of his body. He Complete transformation. He went from 164 to 180, 80. and he's still flying and out there. And his body fat went down. He said he started at 10% body fat, and it went down to almost 6%. What's your body fat right now, you think? At zero. Okay, good. No. For I women, I, women like, it's actually higher. I'm like 21%. Are you? Probably, I don't know. I don't you know. have to use the calipers, and there's a whole deal. <laughs> don't put a caliper near me, I'm going to put some calipers do, no, do right not. there. No. Yeah, right there in your midsection. No, I'll pass yeah. on that. Okay, Sammy, but, Gerard, Sammy Gerard looks awesome. He does, well, Tyson Berry is, is, is fully healthy. He's totally fine. These puck movers are doing their job, man. They're They're, good to go. They're getting it to the forwards, and let's move on. Okay. Well, Gerard. No, I mean, I mean, that's out there on the ice. I was like, I have more to say, but if you want me just to wrap it up, I asked. So Sam Gerard said his uh, exit interview going into the offseason, that's what they wanted him to do. They wanted him to put some muscle on, and that's exactly what he focused on. And then, you know, I kind of asked, and there's a little bit of a language barrier. Okay, so just give me an idea of what you eat. Kind of like, you know, how Michael Phelps would consume however many calories per day just to keep the weight on and build muscle. He went through every single thing he ate throughout the course of the day, and it was the best thing because it was in his On July accent. 6th, I had a piece of chicken. He's and like, will I wake up, and I have four eggs with some fruit, <laughs> and then I go work out, and afterwards I have a shake and some almonds, and then I have maybe some chicken or fish or beef. Like, he went through, and that dude consumes a lot of food, and it's all healthy, and he put on all muscle. So to see what he's going to be able to do, I don't think he's lost any speed because that's what everyone I spoke with on the team, they focused on explosiveness and speed because that's where the league is headed. So I don't think his speed will suffer, but now he'll be able to hold his ground a little bit better and not get pushed around out there. Didn't you think that you could post him up and maybe dunk on Sam Gerard last year? Uh, there's a photo that was taken on the road, and I looked like a child because I had my backpack on and, you know, morning skates. I just kind of roll in, like, not much makeup on Yeah, we know that. Thanks, Mosh. And uh, I was talking to him, and so it was, like, side by side, and we were about the same size. I had heels on. I may have been a little bigger, and now that's definitely not the case. And, by the way, I don't weigh 164, but it was just kind of like a <laughs> let's get to <laughs> Let's get to the, the, the big fella on the back end. He's more mature than ever before. His game is better than it ever has been. He still needs some refinement, but I'm excited about this season for Nikita Zadorov. He's got a baby, you know, he's just settled down. He's coming to this camp, Avalanche fans, in the best shape he's ever been in in his life. Oh, I don't yeah. know if you guys had a chance to see him on that treadmill in the summer and I asked him about that treadmill. So what it is, it's one of those, it's not a regular treadmill. It's like a, 
It's like uh-huh. a like half um, like a, like a half dome inverted. Tra- is that what it is? Okay. I don't know. I just he made said, that up, but it sounded right. He said that it'll go as fast as you can go. Like you can you oh. you control that just based on your gait. Correct. Not like number. Okay, so he's but, but he's a he's a big man. He's six five and two thirty, and he was flying on that thing. And he said his shoulder feels good. Of course, he had the surgery, busted up. He said, "Listen, it didn't keep me from playing last year, but it needed to be fixed when the season was done." And it, it, he's going to be fine. He says, "I feel great." They're going to going to take it easy here in, in camp. Yeah. But he's he's out there skating. He's not going to contact or anything like that. But he probably could if he had to. He spent the summer in Florida. He trained with uh, a very famous uh, strength and conditioning coach that works with uh, athletes from all different sports and worked out with other hockey players and skated with them. And, you know, was also able to take some time to just enjoy Florida with his wife and, and daughter. And I went to Florida this summer, too. Did you? Yeah, it was fun. Oh, good for you. Okay. Did you train with that trainer? <laughs> does it look like I did? <laughs> no, it does okay. not. No, no, it looks like you did a, a lot of eight-ounce curls on the beach, though. Anyway. Continue. Okay, yes. Yeah, so uh, he just – he's coming into camp more confident than ever, looking like he's in, you know, the best shape of his life. And – you know what I love about him? He's one of those fun presences. Presences? Is that a word? It just roll with it. He has a good presence in the locker room. And, you know, we're at the golf tournament. He's in the group behind us. And that guy is just chirping Philip Grubauer, Gruby as they call him. And, you know, he doesn't play a lot of golf. Not the best golfer. But finally, you know, after like five holes, I'm like, you know what? See, why don't you tee it up and put your money where your mouth is? Went up, shanked it. And then we had two playoff holes. But it was great because... Z's the life of the party. He comes in, he's fun-loving, and I think he's good for that defensive core because he plays hard, but he also just has, like, a good attitude about life. He kind of reminds me of, you know, the personality Neil Yakupov, and I think you need some levity out there because, yes, it is – it's still a game, and I know it's their livelihood, and I know it means everything to the fans. It's a big business, and it's competition, but I think you still need to have fun out there and remember what you're doing and why you're doing it. You know how I know you're a wine drinker and not a beer drinker? Why? Because beer comes in 12-ounce cans, not 8-ounce. What's an 8-ounce curl? I have no idea. Maybe it's those little those little tiny beers, those little tiny yeah. Kurs lights or yeah. something like that, a little, little infant one, <laughs> a little, little baby Whatever, one. Whatever, 8-ounce sounded good. All right, that's it for the back end. Let's get to the, the forwards now. Day number one, what? the top line was flying. McKinnon, Landeskog, Rantanen. And they were lighting up every D-man, except Zadorov. Z made it uh, a point to point out to me, they didn't get me in the <laughs> locker room. Uh, but they were flying from, from the get-go yeah. yesterday, Lauren. And they're flying out there right now behind us out on the ice. I mean, they're, they're as hungry as they ever were. And McKinnon is bringing with him an attitude. Should I explain to everybody what happened yesterday? He went down the, the wing on a little two-on-two situation with Landeskog, and he got kind of tied up with Nemeth, and he went down to the ice, kind of feet first into the corner boards, and he mm-hmm. got up steaming. He slashes Nemeth's stick. He brings the puck up the boards, and he carries it through the circle, and he hammers some dude through the high slot, and he goes to the other side. And some guy in green, and I forget who it is. I'd have to go out and look. But some kid in green approaches him at the top kid? of the circle, and McKinnon goes, wham, I just hammered this kid. I'm like, oh, yeah. He's he he's got yeah he's he's got that that angst already now, which you kid, love to see because he's loaded with talent loaded with skill loaded with speed and power we all know that and he made some plays yesterday his toolbox is expanding by the moment but he's got that he uh, wants it now yeah. and you talk about a chip on your shoulder after what happened with the heart and playoffs and uh, I think everything last year um, based on what I've heard 
He wants to elevate his game even further. He's motivated by winning. And even talking to Jared Bednar, he loves that. You know, he has a little bit of sandpaper to him. And he's not always, like, going to be the, the smiling guy after a game because he wants to win. And I think you need that in your locker room as well. You need that on the ice. He has fire. He has compete in him. And that's it's only going to make him better. It's going to make the team better. And could you imagine, though, if you're that guy in green who just got leveled at the top I don't of the know circle? who it was, some kid. Would you be happy or would you be like, oh, God? Well, he's like, he, he, I would be like, yeah, that's great. I just no, got he, leveled by Nathan McKinnon. He peeled away and took off. Like, he didn't want any part of that. <laughs> I wouldn't either. Uh, Jared Bednar asked on media day, hey, is it safe to assume that a top line's going to stay? He's like, yep. How could you not? <laughs> yeah, there's, of course. Uh, we, we know about Landis Scott. We know about Ranton, and They all had terrific seasons last and year. Ranton they complement each other very well. Right. He's got to use his backside a little bit more. I want to see that caboose. He, because he's such a great puck handler, Lauren. He's so silky smooth, at, you know, handling the puck, flying down the wing. I love all that. But when he starts to learn to use that caboose even more to create even more space for himself, you already see it now. And it's fun for me to watch a guy grow in the NHL, watch how other players play him. And they'll go into the corner, and, a, and, a, and a, even a bigger defenseman may get on him a little bit. But be such a good puck handler, guys don't want to get burned because he'll he'll peel right away from them and go and to the front of the net. School you and embarrass right. you. So they, they may give him a business at first, and then they back off and give him space because they don't want to get burned with a pass or have this big fella charge right by him. Uh, but it, once he learns to use that backside even more effectively. And leverage I mean, that size and strength. Absolutely. 84 points last year. Sky's the limit for him, and we know about Gabe. I mean, Gabe right now is the quintessential leader he, yeah. he is the perfect captain for this team right now and, and he has been a, he's been a great captain but he's the perfect captain for the squad now recently got married this summer he can bubble be around the room to mm -hmm. everybody talk about anything everything whether it's kids or talking to one of the kids about just hey this is how you do your laundry totally Good luck. <laughs> that's the top line the, the, one of the concerns, and I'm not even sure it's a concern, but it's something that, that needs to happen and we need to address it, is the secondary scoring. Yes. Coach Bednar made it clear that Tyson Jost and Alexander Kerfoot are going to stay together. Now it's a matter of finding that winger who's going to be playing with them. Is it going to be Sven? Is it going to be somebody else? Likely not JT Comfer like last year because they look at him as a centerman. They have the first-round pick, Martin Kaut, playing with those two guys the first couple days here of training camp. Now, that's not a permanent thing, I don't believe at all, but they want to see what the kid can do with some very skilled guys. But for Justin Kerfoot, Lauren, they're going to be a big part of that secondary scoring. I know you talked to both of them about that. Yeah, it, especially uh, Tyson Jostin. He wasn't happy, really, with the season he had last year, mainly because of the injuries. And we saw flashes, most of his skill, what he could do. He was saying he's really excited to come in this season healthy and ready to go and to prove that he's not just a good young player in the NHL, that he's just a good player, period. And he knows that the secondary scoring is absolutely essential for this club to succeed. Let me get back to the honesty thing. You were very honest about messing up the first podcast uh, yesterday. Thank you so much for sharing that with the world. I didn't mess it up. I just didn't send it out correctly. Okay. Well, either way, it, it didn't happen, so that's why we're, we're oh, doing yeah. this one. So just put it on my shoulder. You don't <laughs> own a computer. You can't do it yourself. I'll let people on the Such inside. Such a typical man. Oh, yeah, I want this to happen. Hey, why don't you do it? That hurts my feelings. I carried all this stuff. <laughs> yeah, you did. That's true. It's like a big boat anchor. <laughs> no, I, I, so I went into the room. I'll, I'll let you in on a little inside dope from, from the team last year. I, I was in the room, and I sat down next to Joe's, and we were just shooting the breeze about stuff. And it's okay to say this because, as you said, he's, he's let it out now. Oh, yeah. But he was like, I don't want to be a rookie anymore. 
you know, it, it was it was really kind of. I want to be a pirate. <laughs> right, it was, was kind of cool. He's like, I I want to be I want to be looked upon. He goes, I want to do my job. I want to contribute. Yeah. I want to help. You know, on both ends of the ice. I want to score. I want to be a valuable player. I mean, he he wants it too. And I had a veteran on this team who will go unnamed, but a guy that everybody knows and a guy who's incredibly respected. Say, I said, who's like? He's like, oh, Josty's looking good. Why can't you just say who it is? Uh, I'm not going to do that. Why? Because it's a private conversation. Okay. You're protecting your sources. He but, is but he said, But good. he said, Josie's looking good. And then Alexander really Kerfoot looks cut. I mean, do you see him? I yeah. said, what did you do all summer? He said, I played golf a little bit and lifted a lot of weights, trained. I'm Honestly, like, wow. like, he walked in the locker room and I was sitting there talking to Colin Wilson about these various things in the offseason. And I looked over and I'm like, oh, hey, Kerfoot, what's up? And I just, like, hit his arm. And, it, like, that was a solid arm. I was like, okay, you've been lifting. Did you hurt your hand? A little bit. I was like, good for you. You've been lifting this this offseason. He just kind of laughed. He's like, yep. Steel sharp and steel, Lauren. By the way, the roommates are back, my friend. JT Comfort, Tyson Jost, and Alexander Kerfoot are rooming together, living together under the same roof. Roof? Roof. Roof. Roof, roof. <laughs> who, does, who does the dishes? Who's the person to do all the dishes? Um, I think they rotate. They used to play ping pong for it. And uh, Josie said that he was usually the best. When I asked who was the messiest, Comfort paused, smiled, blushed a little bit, and said it's probably me. I like that. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with uh, with that particular line. The third line, the Carl Soderberg line with Matt Nieto. Of course, we yeah. talked about Blake Como being gone logically it seems Matt Calvert will take that spot but Lauren last year Soderberg quietly had a terrific season last yes, year he did. everybody knows how everybody struggled in the, in the in the tough year two years ago but that line was a fire and forget missile I mean Bednar could put him out there and you knew what you were getting every shift every game virtually I mean, he, Bednar doesn't have to worry about them. I mean, talking about Soderbergh and Nieto for sure. Yeah, and the yeah. maturity that right. you had out there with such a young team, he just felt comfortable and safe putting them out there. And even with the matchups, you could put them out there against the top line and just know that you would have some just sound, solid play. They were good. Yeah. They really were. They Matt were. Calvert's a part of that line coming up here been awesome because I think he'll fit right in with those guys and of course JT Comfort wants to take the next step you've got a bunch of young name? guys Timothy 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 we talked to him about it's, that immediately. that's day. not his name and he's like where did that come from I'm like I don't know it was on Wikipedia and then Moj called it uh for that goal in Minnesota that was it was an NBC goal. game yeah, huge you goal. went ballistic I got it on Instagram you're calling Timothy Timothy top shelf I don't know what the goal was but that sounded right and then I pan over to Joe Sackick on the other end of the glass partition just looking over at us like what the heck are you guys doing what is going and on so, yeah because you were up there that time yeah yeah, yeah. you were up there right? and I asked JT at media day I was like oh so how do your parents feel about that and he's like you know what if it's being talked about now, it must mean it's for a good reason, so they do not mind Jimothy Timothy. He didn't. He's like, what is it again? Jimothy Timothy? <laughs> That's like, awesome. Yeah. Uh, he may have to go to the Social Security office and uh, rename himself. Guys like him, guys like Gabe Bork, I mean, you, you, you don't worry about them. You know Gabe what I mean? Bork. And Gabriel Bork is a total pro. So Sorry for that inside joke. Mark Rycroft loves the way he talks, and he, he thinks he talks like Batman. He does. He yeah. Does. He's Batman. I am Batman. Well... The, the penalty kill looked good tonight, and I was like, okay. I'm oh, sorry. He's tapping me on the leg. Like, let's wrap it up. Well, before we get to the coaches. Well, and, we and have to have those little sidebars. It's fun. That, that was really fun. You're right. You, everybody out there, do you think that was fun? Raise your hand. Hey, everybody out there, if you think I should fight Mark Moser, 
And you would pay to see it? Raise your hand. All right, the kids you're looking for here at camp. Vlad Kamenev yep, yes. got blown up by Oropik in his very first period in an avalanche sweater, broke his arm. Welcome Missed to the Missed a great show. chunk of the season, but I'm excited to see what he can do. Great kid, great personality. And the there guys are, have taken him under their wing. Yeah, there are some guys, though, who will play in Loveland who have futures in the NHL. How about this DU kid, Logan O'Connor, elects to yes. come out and, and be a pro and not go back to DU and probably be the captain there. He's impressed so far here, uh, you know, through the rookie symposium and then into training camp. I like what I see out of him. Dominic Toninato's a great kid. Mm -hmm. This Ty Lewis kid, who the Avs signed as an undrafted free agent and then went back to Brandon last year and tore it up. Lewis last season, he uh, had 44 goals, 56 assists for 100 points in 70 games. He's not the biggest guy. He's officially listed at 5'11 and 180, and that might even be a little tiny bit generous. Yeah. But, Lauren, is he skilled or what? He is so talented out there to see what he can do. And uh, the rest will come, you know, as far as getting bigger and stronger. But he shows a lot of potential um, as you know, and he kind of fits the mold as to where the league is headed, right, Moj? It's 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 younger, it's faster, it's more agile, and he kind of embodies a lot of those things. They just have a lot of guys that I'm excited about. Colin Wilson, of course, is uh, coming back in, and you really love Wilson. He's your he's your Zen spirit. He is my Zen spirit. So for those of you who may not know or follow me on Instagram at LG Roja, no shameless plug there um you know i've been big into the meditation and you know just like discovering spirituality well colin wilson is the same so he has this like apparatus that he wears and he actually showed it to me on amazon and it's kind of expensive so i don't know if i'll be purchasing it <laughs> but it can measure your brain waves somehow so you wear it on your head when you meditate and if your brain kind of deviates from that calm state it will it will make a noise or vibrate to like kind of get you back into that state so he got recently over the summer he went up to Boulder had got a cabin. He went on a retreat to Sedona. He's all into that kind of thing. So we always we bond over that. He got this really cool tattoos, uh, a couple of tattoos, and um, he's he's my he's my my spiritual gangster brother there. Do you want to make a joke? A little sidebar. I'm sorry, I interrupted your previous sidebar. You, you want to go ahead and make a joke about if I wore one of these things for brainwaves? Oh God, it would just be complete thunderstorm nonstop. That's what you are. Like some days you just walk around with like this thunderstorm cloud just just lingering over you. And I try to shake you out of it. I, I try to shift your energy. I shifted Mark Barbario's energy during Media Day because he was exhausted. I'm like, let's 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 transition. We're good. Just positive. I have feelings, Lauren. I'm not made of stone. You know that, right? I do. I do have feelings. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about the coach. I don't before know. You done. might. <laughs> I might. Some days I'm not so sure. Jared Bednar. As comfortable, uh, as uh, calm and cool. He's, He's a national hockey league coach. Stopwatch, just yelling at the guys. But but Lauren, he trusts his leaders. They trust him. This is a. I'm just telling you, folks. As far as rooms are concerned, I, I've seen it all. I've worked for the Colorado Avalanche. I, I've missed you know two years, including the the lost season and the lockout year. In the last 22 years. With the 21, 22 years with the Colorado Avalanche. I've seen all the greatest rooms up close and personal. I've seen all the, the not-so-great worst rooms up close and personal and some guys that will not be mentioned. But this room is one of my all-time favorites. This is a good room. And, and the way those leaders communicate with their coach, how he trusts yeah. them and they trust him and, and everybody respects the coach, this is a really good feeling in this training camp, really good feeling getting ready for this season. Top to bottom, everybody is on the same page. And I – 
going through the week that I just had starting on Monday with just that exclusive interview with Bednar on the golf course and talking to him about all those Did things. Did you have an exclusive interview with Jared on the golf course? Hey, by the way, hey, Moj, I don't know if you know this. Was it exclusive? It was exclusive. <laughs> you weren't there. I've, I was there, but I wasn't at the interview. No, you weren't at the golf course. Oh, no, no. I thought you were talking about the, 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 no. the charity tournament. It yeah, I'm sorry. Exclusive. My bad. Yeah, you're right. Moj, you weren't invited. I was, uh, well, that's normal. No, you never invite me anywhere. So anyways, they're all on the same page. And, you know, what he was talking about is that he, he has so much trust in that leadership core. And we, we talked about this ad nauseum last season, but that's what he did in his full first full offseason as a head coach. He, he started with Gabe Landeskog. He said, this is your team. Get your core group together. You guys, this is your room now. And, you know, with the turnover they had, they got rid. I don't want to say got rid, but you, they – some of the older, bigger personalities may have departed that that would have um, discouraged them from being as as vocal in that room. Yeah, but not 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 in a way where they say no. uh, we're, we're taking. No, but but not you, bad. But guys like, defer. Thank you. There's yes. no there's no deference anymore. This is their team, and they have got there's full no control doubt about of it. it. Thank you. You. I was digging myself. I'm a good helper. I'm <laughs> a good helper. I was like, I don't know how to say this. Um, but they're all on the same page. What Bednar said was exactly what Gabe Landeskog said was exactly what Tyson Berry was saying was exactly what Eric Johnson and even a Tyson Jost. Everybody is on the same page and they love and respect Jared Bednar. All right, let's wrap it up. Episode number two of Abs in Your Earholes podcast. How did we get to the Abs in Your Earholes title? I don't know how Emily Way did she do that? Maybe. Do you uh, like it? Do you I, I like wanna, it, fans? I want it to be known that we're going to be doing this a lot all over the you know the planet this uh, this season. I mean, all, all over the road that we travel to. We'll do it from various places on the road, at home. We're going to get into the start of the preseason here, and we'll do another one coming up next week after a couple of games run to the abs belts. I will say this. I like alligators. I would like to go see alligators oh, God, this year. Oh, God, here we go. I w- you talk about not being invited. I would like to go see an, a baby alligator and hold him and, and pet him and play with okay, him and stuff. Okay, for those of you that don't know, here's the context. We had an off day in Florida for 360, and just because it was fun, we went to the Everglades to a gator farm. We took a fan boat tour. We watched a gator show, and Mark Mosier has a radio show in the afternoons, which conflicted with the times that we went If we went in the morning, it would have been fine. Farm. We arrived at 3 a.m. I did not want to wake up at 7 a.m. on an off day. Well, I was up at 7 a.m. ready farm. to go see some that's, gators. That's not my problem. That's a Moj problem. And then I see all the pictures of you guys, and you're playing with alligators, and you're holding <laughs> them. And stuff. I was so jealous. He was so mad. His entire show, he just whined and complained Can about we it. do the podcast this year from the gator farm, please? Yeah, I think Kyle's going on that road trip. Oh, then maybe me and Kyle will hang out well, at the Gator Farm. Maybe you should go to the Gator Farm with Kyle. <laughs> maybe I will. Maybe you should. Hope you guys enjoyed this Avalanche um, podcast. Tell everybody again how they, what do they do? They please, rate it. You rate, review, and subscribe. Thank you again for listening. And we want your feedback because this is for you. We are, we are men and women of the people. And uh, if you have any suggestions, please tweet us at LG Red or at Radio Mosier. Uh, you can also reach out to, are you on Instagram? I'm on I am, Instagram. but I don't have very many people. I've LG got like 15,000 on Twitter and on Instagram, like, like 120. Oh my God. I'm I so know. Cool. I got to, I got to step my game up. Yeah. Don't so I? what's your, what's your Instagram handle? Uh, Radio Mosher. It at is? Radio Mosher. Okay. Yeah. And I'm at LG Roja Although because. I, I'm going to be on TV LG now, Red but taken, I can't change it. Yeah. So he's still Radio Mosher on TV. Anyways, just if you have suggestions, if you want to send us questions, we can answer those here on the podcast. We can do emails, um, any of those listener questions. Bring the questions on yeah. and we and will try to want, answer them on future podcasts. We you, promise you. We really will. And if you want interviews, we can bring those in. Uh, we have. 
great access to the team. So this is why we're here. I know there are other podcasts out there for the Avalanche, and they are fantastic, and they bring something different to the table. So listen to all of them. That's sure. what I have to say. And us, especially because we'll get you the because inside. Because we're awesome. Dope. Please rate, review, subscribe. At Radio Mosier on Twitter, at LG Red on Twitter, at Radio Mosier on Instagram, at LG Roja. Yeah, that's Spanish. It's grammatically correct on Instagram. We're over 35 minutes in this thing. Should we wrap it up now? Yeah. You know what I do, though, when I listen to podcasts? I do it at time and a half, so we're like 15 minutes. I like that. We're going to sound like this. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Abs and Your Heroes. What is rate, review, and subscribe here? Day two of Drake Camp. I couldn't take that. You couldn't? No, that'd drive me insane. Why? Let's wrap it up. Do you love my voice when I just talk to you like this? Uh We're going to wrap it up. Okay. We love you, Lauren's getting emails anyway, so it's a good time (laughs) to wrap it up. Hey, thanks for being with us. We appreciate it. We're fixing to do this every single week coming up. We're going to do this weekly show here. Sound like Horace Ramsey. It's Horace Ramsey. Horace Ramsey. Whomever. We're going to get Connor on. We're going to get players on. All right. We're out of here. We'll see you at the rink, everybody. Wait. Sing us a little ditty. As we go out. You were singing Chicago earlier. Welcome to the jungle. We've got Chicago. fun and games. We've got everything you want. How do we yeah, know the names? Put some heart into it. Do you think that's how they, sa- they sang it? I'm out of here. It's like, welcome to the jungle. I'm so happy. Okay, bye. Love you, fans. Abs and your holes.